My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. Times we have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. You know, we, uh, we have a guest today, and I want to I bring him on, because the, the, and I'll explain to you who he is, and I think that you're going to be really excited to hear from him, but actually, I'm excited to hear from him. I'm excited to hear this message specifically, um, but we're going to have Dr. David King on here in a minute. But I want to go through some of the primary results. Um, the primary results in Arizona, and, and, and this is the problem with systems that can be manipulated, is that you can't trust it. So now the candidates don't trust it, the, the public doesn't trust it, they use the system, and uh, you can't tell if they've suppressed votes, you know, just basically made it so maybe 500,000 people put in a vote, but then they just make it so only 100,000 people voted. You, you can't tell. There's no way to tell. There's no way to tell who voted or didn't vote. There's no way to tell any of it because the machines don't allow for accountability in those environments. They don't allow for it. They're not transparent. They don't allow you to have transparency into how the votes are counted, how they're tabulated, people getting access to it. They're relying on a computer system that can be manipulated to do all those things. Well, Jerome, Jerome David, Davidson came in last place in the um, Arizona primary. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe that he came in last place. But he came in last place. Last. Dead last in the primary. Carrie Lake is leading in the primary in Arizona for governor. That's happening right now. But it's too close to call because she's up by 12,000 votes. So what do you think is going to happen today? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen today. I'm, I'm going to foresee it. They're going to find 12,000 or 13,000 or 14,000 ballots in a box somewhere, and they're going to bring those in and say, here are the mail-in ballots, and Carrie Lake lost. A highly popular candidate all over the nation, not just in Arizona. Everywhere we turn, we find the same problem. And the only people, by the way, the only people that are saying that we don't have problems in our election systems are the ones that refuse to actually dig into it. And we will look at CISA specifically. We'll talk about CISA. CISA said, safest election in U.S. history. A lawyer came out, Chris Krebs, and said, nothing to see here. 
It took a guy that wrote all about the vulnerabilities that was in a Curlings versus Roethlisberg, R- R- Ramsberg, Ram- whatever the guy's name in, in the, what's his face, Ramsberger, Roethlisberger, R- Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger, um, down in Georgia to come in and say, here are the vulnerabilities. The assistant comes out and says, oh, so there's vulnerabilities. You don't think they knew that? And you look at the injunction that happened in Arizona. The, the, the injunction of, of uh, Farik. Is it Farik? It is Farik. Yeah. Uh, Clay, down in, in Arizona. i got to keep all these guys' names straight. Down in Arizona, it came out and says, I was a tester. It never passed. And the company that hired us as a tester was hired by Dominion Voting Systems, so it's a rigged system said, don't test those things. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look, it is a conspiracy to defraud the voice of the American people. That's actually happening. But today, we're not going to talk about that. Today, we're going to talk about God. And I heard Dr. King, Dr. David King, speak at a church. And I was like, this dude... This is my brother from another mother. <laughs> and we went to another event, and a pastor stood up and said, we're going to have basically 100 moons of darkness, and we're going to have one world government. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. That guy's not getting away with that. No, no, no. I'm going to get up and tell people, we do not have to have one world government, and we are not going to have 1,000 years of, of misery, and then Jesus is going to come back. <laughs> no, that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. Well, so without any more, I want to I bring David. So please hit the share button. I want everyone to hear this. Dr. David King is running for lieutenant governor of Wisconsin. He will be the next lieutenant governor of Wisconsin. Let's bring in Dr. David King. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, my brother from another mother. How you doing? I'm doing great, sir. Excited about being here with you today it's an honor to be on here with you today so i'm i'm just i'm just i'm just hopefully i can stay in my seat while i'm delivering this message uh, you know i wouldn't mind if you jumped up every now and then it was like and let me tell you something <laughs> For, so so everyone that knows um dr king was in a car accident uh my, tuesday of last week right wednesday of last week wednesday of last week yeah and so he uh, got hit from behind, and uh, so I got to see you on Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday, and you were you were kind of walking a little gingerly, so it, you, you got whacked pretty hard. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm still moving. All right, so I want I want you look. I, I'm just I'm handing over the mic to you. I am 100% going to read Bible verses for you. Because I know we're going to do that. And you might even get an amen from me. I might ask a couple questions. Um, and okay. feel free to ask questions to people in the audience, too, because there, there are lots of people that will answer those questions. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've already made the introduction, so I'm going to let you do what you did on Sunday. And, and uh, yeah. Okay. So, well, let's, let's, let's start with um, the title. And the title we, we're going to talk about today is The World is Not Bad, We're Just Not Working. That's the title of the message for the day that we're going to talk about. So what we're going to do now is we're going to lay the foundation for the people. All right. And 
And if you would, Joe, go to uh, Matthew four seventeen for me. Yeah. And 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 read that scripture for me. Um, from the time Jesus began to preach and to say, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." Okay. Now that word "repent" means to have a change of mind, change the way we're thinking. Why? Because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And many of us, we was trained in church, get saved, live in this bad, bad world, and then we're going to go to heaven. Where Jesus was saying, no, the kingdom of heaven is here now. It's, so I need you to change the way you think, change the way you perceive things, change the way mm -hmm. you've been talking, change the way you've been living. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, because the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is here now. And so, so the first thing we want we want everybody that's listening to do is that to, to change the way they think it, to have a, a change of mind, open your open up your mind to receive exactly what it is that we're going to see. So the first thing we want you to do is repent, change your mind. All right. So now let's start with the foundation. Let's go to Genesis one twenty six. One twenty six says. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth among, upon the earth. All right, so let's, let's start setting this foundation. We have the earth, and we have the world. Mm -hmm. So we have... We, we have two things. They are not the same. The earth and the world is not the same. So those who are watching that are a little religious, we're gonna we're gonna show you it's not the same and we're gonna we're gonna break it all the way down, but we're just setting the foundation for for it first. So you gotta understand there's two. There's the world and there's the earth. And to prove that to you guys, we're gonna go to a scripture, Psalms twenty four and one. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwelleth th therein. Okay. The earth is the Lord's and, and, and the fullness thereof, the world. So the world, what is the world then? We're talking about the earth. We know the earth is the planet. We know the earth is, 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 is the ground, the country. So what is the world? The world is the system that we are governed by. And the system, the world system, is what governs the earth. So, so what we what we have to understand is you have the earth, but then you have the world system. And understanding that our job as true believers is to govern the world system. And and so, so when we look at the world system as a whole, we have to understand some things that Christ was trying to tell us when he said. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now let's go over to Isaiah chapter 6, I mean chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Okay, so now i got to ask you a question, Joe. Mm -hmm. Are you a son of God? I am. Are you part of the body of Christ? I am. So then the government is on upon who? <laughs> uh, 
See, this is the part that gets me. I mean, you say stuff, and I go, what? What? How did I miss that scripture? I, like, passed over, like, boop, 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 boop. I let yes. them talk to me and tell me something and not get it myself by reading it and understanding it. Yes. And so if we're the body of Christ, then then the government was upon his shoulder. That means that government is upon us. The government of what? The government of heaven. Now, for, for people in America, it's going to be hard to open up our mind to, to, rep, to receive what Christ is really telling us. And that's why we, we can't, um, how should I say it? We can't comprehend the work because why? Watch this. And, and this is really going to blow your mind. We have people that are confused in America. Yep. Most people say America is, is a democracy, which we know is a constitution republic, right? So the problem where we have it where that scripture in Isaiah is not comprehending to us is because we never was, in our day and time, we never been under a kingdom. And, and because we never been under a kingdom, we don't know how to submit to the word of God and to the will of God because whatever the king says is law. Whatever he said is law. So if it's saying that the government is upon his shoulder, and if Jesus is saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, that means it's here right now, and it's here within you and I, because the, the scripture also teaches us that the kingdom is within us. So it's in within you, it's in, it's in within me. And what God is doing with you and I, he got you in the media area, of the world system to deal with media and he got me running for political office in the government area to uh, to govern the government area by the wisdom and the knowledge of God so as being part of his body and being part of who who he who he called us to be where when we look at it the government should be upon his shoulder so that government is on us so if that government if we're part of that government Let's, let's go into the New Testament so people won't say, I'm just using Old Testament. So let's go into 2 second, second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be, be ye reconciled to God. Okay, so now we are an ambassador. An ambassador is a diplomat official of the highest rank. So if anybody listening that belong to God, you are political. Whether you want to be or not, you are political. Because if you belong to Christ and you are saying that you are Christ's ambassador, then you are on earth to represent a government from heaven. So our job is only to represent the government of heaven. So. Let, let me do it this way. An ambassador goes into a foreign country, mm -hmm. right? As a yeah. missionary. Yeah. As a, as a missionary for their country to do missionary work to represent that government. Well, we came from heaven to earth to be missionaries to earth, not just go to a missionary field. Wherever God plants you is your missionary field. For example, you're a podcaster. You're in media. You're I'm a missionary. Yes. You're a me. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Let's go. 
And what's happening is God put you in podcasting to be an ambassador for his government. And that is why I love the way uh, you don't sugarcoat it, you don't water it down, you don't hide it, you just stand on nothing but truth. And this is the part that I love. And because here's the thing, you and I were sent to earth as a seed to, to mature, to become that tree that the world can eat your fruit. Yes. And, and as a podcaster, the world is eating your fruit. And they're yeah. loving your fruit. And and same thing with me in the political arena. People are eating my fruit. So 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 our job, if, even though you're a podcaster, even though I'm running for lieutenant governor, our, our assignment is still to represent God. Our assignment is still to stand on the principles of God. Our assignment is also by our light, our life, people will come to Christ based on how we conduct ourselves. So, so in this, <clears throat> now, I know that, that, that people in the world been saying that this world belongs to the devil. And I heard it in church by many people. And, and many people say, well, the, the, the world belongs to the devil. The devil owns the world. And we just here for a little while. And I'm like, really? Then one of y'all lying. Either they lying or the devil's lying. Because they said that it belongs to the devil. The devil said it's not mine. So somebody lying. So let's look at the scripture that would tell us what the devil said himself. Luke chapter 4. Verse 5 and 6. I'm getting it. Yep, there we go. And the devil took, taking him up into a high mountain, shone unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto Stop him. Stop right there. Yep. Stop right there. He took him up and showed him everything in the world system at a moment's time. He just showed yeah. him everything in this world system. All right? Go ahead. And the devil said unto him, All this power I will give thee. And the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me, and to whosoever I will give it. Okay, if it was delivered, how how can the devil said it ain't mine? You guys gave it to me, right? For example, uh, God didn't allow prayer to leave school. We allow one woman to remove prayer out of school. One woman got prayer out of school. God did not allow media to be be nasty. God did not allow media to 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 spread rumors and lie and, and, and attack people. We did that. God didn't let right. arts and entertainment get so bad where you got two men kissing or two women kissing. We did that. Okay? So we didn't God did not allow the education system to get so bad that they're now trying to make transgender one of the biggest issues in the schools. No, we did that. God didn't allow Biden to become the president. We did that based on what we stood for. And 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 and, and so even though we know they're voting fraud and all of that, but we allowed these people to be in control of this stuff to do the cheating. Amen. And, and why? Because the people of God did not take our rightful place to govern over these things. 
And so when we don't take our rightful place, what we're actually doing is delivering our stuff over to the devil or over to evil people or those that are being influenced by the, the, the kingdom of darkness because you and I are being influenced by the kingdom of light. So we're being influenced by the spirit of God and they are influenced by demons, principalities, because when you open yourself up, you're going to open yourself up to the things of God or the things of not of God. And so when we understand this thing uh, for what it really is, and, and, and so this world system that we're living in is not a bad system because why? It was governed by God. It was designed by God. The problem is we let the wrong people in charge of it. And so as, as people of God, we got to take ownership of the mess we created. Amen. And so, and, and it, so, uh, go that, ahead. Br that brings me to that comment that that guy made that was a pastor. He stood up there and he said something that I liked. He said, Christians need to get involved in politics. We're told to stay away from it, stay out of politics. That's not true. Right? right. But then That's he goes true. and says, he, then he goes and says something that I looked at you and I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> I need a pin. I need a pin right now. I'm going to write this down. He said, <laughs> That we are going to have one world government. He said it. This right. young pastor guy. We, and, and we're going to have darkness. But then don't worry about it. Jesus is going to come back. He said that. Yeah. And I, was, I looked yes. at you. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, you've you got to understand. Religiously, they told us to, to just live in this world. Let people treat us any kind of way. And then when that all happens, then Jesus and the, and the spiritual Navy SEALs is going to come and rescue us. That is not going to happen. It's not in the Bible either. No, it's not. It's not there at all. And and so, what? So what? What they? What they? What they've done is. And I didn't give him uh, this scripture, but I need you to go there real quick. Can you go to uh, uh, Matthew chapter twenty-four, please? And, and yep, because since you brought that up, let's address that, okay? Matthew twenty-four. Matthew twenty-four. Which one? Uh, let's let me see. Where do we want to start with this one? Uh, okay. Let's just start at fourteen. No, let's see. Do I want fourteen yet? No, fourteen is the is the beautiful one. So yeah. let's go up a couple. Let's do. Let's go to. Um, wow, we're gonna have to start at. Let's start at verse. Uh, we can start at verse one if you want. I mean. Well, let's go to. Let's just go. Yeah, go to verse one. Let's All let's right. work our way down. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for, uh, for to shown him the buildings of the temple, and Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you. There shall not be left here one stone upon another, and shall not be thrown down. That should not be thrown down. And he sat upon the Mount of Olives. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming, and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye not be troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nations rise against 
For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pe pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these in the beginning of sorrows are the beginning of sorrows. Sorry, I have to switch here. Then okay. shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he shall endure until the end. The same shall be saved. Okay, now stop right there for a second. This is where he get this from. Well, it's saying we're going to go through all this. Christ told us all of this is going to going to come, but he but he also said the end is not yet. So 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 what 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 was was problem the problem with most church folks is they read this and they don't and they stop at thirteen and say, see, I told you. Look at that. We got a famine. Food is being shortage right now and. Baby formula can't be found. You're hearing about wars. You're seeing earthquakes in places. You know, all this stuff. So Christ is coming to get us. But they forgot verse 14. Read verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. Now, this is where I got to break down because this is one of my awesome parts. Many churches are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, but they're not preaching the gospel that Christ himself preached. Oh, boy. Whoa. Okay. So, many... Now, watch this. The gospel of Jesus Christ, the, the one that they preach, the death, burial, and resurrection. Now, don't get me wrong. The death, burial, and resurrection is very, very important in our walk because that is our passport to enter into the kingdom of God. Yeah. We have to accept what Christ done to get into the kingdom. But that is not the message that Christ sent us out with. So you get that message, you become a Christian, and now you're supposed to be this timid person that's supposed to run around and just wait until time has passed for you to go to heaven. Right? But in the kingdom of God, they never use the word Christian. There's three words that they use. They never really use the word Christian. They use the Son of God, the citizens of the kingdom of God, and ambassadors. Now those three empower you so much that that it, it won't, it'll allow you to go and take your rightful place in the world system. I'm a son of God. I reign with my daddy. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. And being that citizen of the kingdom of God, guess what happens? I get the benefits of the kingdom of God. So when, when the earthly world system says it's a famine, then the kingdom world system says there is no famine. Right? Yeah. So, and then as an ambassador, I only goes out to say what God says. So when somebody attacks me, they don't attack me. They're attacking God. So they're attacking the kingdom of God. Just like, let's go back to, I think it was Jimmy Carter and, yeah, Jimmy Carter. Was it Jimmy Carter? Or, yeah, Carter and then Reagan, right? I'm getting confused because I'm staying with the word. Yeah, Jimmy Carter, right? Yeah. And 
the, 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 the embassy got taken over for 45 days. And in Iran, Carter wouldn't, Carter wouldn't do nothing, right? He was scared. He won't do nothing. Reagan said, the moment I'm elected, we're going in, right? We're going to show you America is not weak. The moment he swore in, breaking news, the hostages have been freed. Why? Because they, <laughs> they, they knew that band hammer was coming down on them. Oh, yes. The they, tomahawk. They knew that. That they, they knew that they was about to get whooped. And so they was like, nope. But that's, and that's what it is about us. When you represented God as an ambassador, then you're, a person that attacks you is attacking the whole kingdom of heaven. Amen. And so, and they don't want to, they don't want that fight. So, so when you look at, when you look at this, he said, until this gospel of the kingdom is preached. Now, when, when we, when we look at it, uh, when we look at it from, from afar, because I want to, I want to get ready to go into the, to the message. But I want to I wanted to lay the foundation so we can understand exactly what it is that God is saying to us, especially in this time and uh, uh, season that we are in in our lives and everything that's going around the world. It's, it, and, and people say, well, it's getting dark and, and it's supposed to get dark when light is not on. Right. It's it's supposed to get dark when light is not on. When you as a as a believer are not showing your light, if you're not as a believer are not standing up for what's right, then yes, darkness comes. When the sun goes down, if you don't turn the lights on in your house, it'll get dark in your house. No, it won't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a light. I just go like this, and the light shines. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the thing about it is, the thing about it is, light is, it's like, it was like light was afraid to shine. It was like light was scared to, to, to represent God. It was like, well, I don't want to offend nobody. Well, then you ain't following Jesus. Because Jesus offended many people. He said, they hated me first and they will hate you too. Exactly. And why did they hate him? Right, but why did they hate him? Because he came with truth. And why should they hate you? Because you come with truth. Let's go into let's get uh let's go into our um uh main scriptures real quick. But it, it any did anybody have a question on there? Is they saying questioning? You guys I'm got any questions here? You guys got any questions? Come on. It's going to take about 15 seconds. It's on a, a deal, but I'll ask somebody. If you have a question, just put it in the comments, and I will ask Dr. King those questions. And okay. other, others are asking, going, Joe, you, you, you break away from this stuff to bring us the truth, and here's why I want to bring you the truth. This is why this was so powerful to me. The earth is not, God, is not the devil's domain. That's but the right. church tries to tell us that the earth is the devil's domain, and that's why they get away with all the stuff they get, they get away with. But it's not true. This is God's domain. God, God made the earth. God made the earth. Now, the devil is here. But whether or not we get him a seat at the table or not, that's up to us. And too often, we're willing to sit at a table that Jesus would have flipped over if it was in a temple. Preach, brother, preach. And, and you know, um, 
The devil is illegal. And this is what the church forgot. The devil is illegal. The only reason Christ was able to operate on earth is became illegally. He came through a woman. And by him coming through a woman, being born through a woman, that made him legal. Why? Because God gave dominion. We read the scripture. God gave dominion of the earth to man. So yeah. if Christ would have came any other way but through a woman, then Christ would have been illegal. But he became legal because he came through the woman. Right. So he, he entered he entered the world. He excuse me, he entered the earth in the place yes. of domain as a yes. man to show man. us to show us that this is our domain. Yes. And that we're to care for that and align ourselves with God's principles and live our lives according okay. to his righteous his righteous righteous law. That's exactly it right there. That's exactly it. And so once we understand our place because the devil got Eve only for one reason only. He tricked her. He beguiled her for one reason and one reason only. She forgot who she was. The devil said, bite that fruit, you'll be just like God. She forgot she was already like God. And then when God opened up heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased, the yeah. devil came right behind God to Jesus and says, if you be the son of God, turn these stones into bread. The devil didn't care if Jesus ate. If Jesus would have turned those stones into bread, the devil said, see, he didn't even know who he was. But Jesus knew who he was. Hey, listen, hold on. Let me this bomb you just dropped. It was it's 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 like it, it is Kim Kardashian bomb. I mean, it's big. It's so big. Listen, you you don't understand how important this podcast is. For those that are listening, you don't understand. You you do not understand how important this is. You gotta say it again. Dr. King, say, say it again. Eve did not know who she was. She forgot who she was. Yet? She forgot. She, she forgot at that the most crucial time. Yes. She forgot who she was, and that's how the devil got her. But Jesus knew who he was, and the devil didn't care. He ate. He just wanted to see if he knew who he was. But watch this bomb. You ready for this one? I'm ready. 2020 showed the church that we forgot who we was. Because we let government shut us down. Well, I didn't shut down. But we let government shut us down. And the devil was like, if you be the son of God, then why are you afraid of corona? And, and what do they do? They, what do they do? What they, do pastors do? What do pastors do? Pastors ran, hid under the base, in the basement with a mask on, rubber gloves on, and everything else. Because here's the problem I have with that. And I'm so glad you brought that up. We've been running around before the coronavirus talking about how powerful the blood of Jesus is. The blood of Jesus is so powerful. The blood of Jesus can heal cancer. The blood of Jesus can heal AIDS. Amen. The blood of Jesus can heal tumors. But then here comes this one word, corona. Corona is a name. And then the Bible teaches us there's only one name above every name, and that is the name of Jesus. And we forgot who we were and whose we were and this is why the church locked down shut down and obeyed man instead of obeying god it was it was it was the open door they, they basically opened the door and so that that 
and 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 G- and God said this. God's like, hey, listen. I mean, this is what I think God said. I mean, I'm not going to put those words in God's mouth because I'm not. Yeah. So, but He said, okay, watch this. And He pulls back the veil and He goes, let me show you what they're doing to your children. Let me show you what they're doing to our children. Let me show you what they're doing to your communities. Let me show you. And people turned away. And they're like, I can't. I can't. I can't look at that. I can't look at. Guys, can't you just? Can't you just respect the institution of government? Can't you just respect that we got to listen to them? We got to no, don't, you can't show me the truth. Don't show me the truth. And pastors said you got to listen to the government because the government they have authority, and they took that authority away from God. They took that authority of God. They took that word of God, and they replaced it with man's word, with man's law. And what that yes. means, by the way, that there, everything goes. And the slippery slope is no longer slippery. It's literally a, a drop to the bottomless pit of hell. You, you, there is no stopping. The only way you stop is, no. is to put your hands out and tear them up. You're going to tear your hands up. They're going to become bloody. Your feet out. You put it on the side of those walls and you stop the fall and you're willing to take the pain and then climb back up out of this, this hole that you built because you allowed them to push you down in that, that bottomless pit. Anyway, that's my... Yeah. And well, that's no, what God did. You, you're absolutely right. And 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 I tell people, 2020 showed the church where they really where they really stand. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we 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 put on a good show. And and but we didn't have faith. We didn't have enough faith in God to stand on the word of God. We didn't have enough trust in God. Uh, we didn't have enough belief in God to to just continue to move forward. Now. Some pastors called me up one day and they was like, King, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? I see you still all having church and I see you taking church to the state capitol. What are you doing? And I was like, uh, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Well, you're supposed to obey the law of the land. And I said, really? Yeah, Romans 13. And I said, well, let me explain Romans 13 to you. Romans 13 is teaching us that we should submit to authority. But what it says also in there, it says righteousness should not fear government, only those that do wrong. But now, righteousness are fearing government, and those that are doing wrong doesn't fear government. So I don't have to obey that. And then I told him, I said, tell you what, the law of the land said you can marry two men. Go marry two men. He was like, I can't do that. I said, why not? Well, that'll go against God. Shutting your church down goes against God. I, I, mean, I mean, amen. I, amen, amen, amen. I, and I see the amens coming across on different channels on the comments. They're like, amen, 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 <laughs> amen. <laughs> so so when, we, when we look at this thing, right, when we look at it, 2020 showed us where we really stand when it comes to God, when it comes when pressure hit us. And so, so what happened is when, when, when we look at, um, at everything, The Bible says, Show me a man who says he has faith with no works, and I will show you my faith by my works. I mean, look, look, this 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 gets to the the meat of it. I get I get attacked all the time for calling people that pastor. By the way, I got attacked by somebody sent me an email and said, you know, you shouldn't have called out that pastor in front of everyone at the revival. Sent me this email, and I went. Well, why would I do it privately when he did it publicly? Why, why would I not address somebody telling me that I, gotta, I have to accept a new world gov- order government? I got to accept 
that perversion of faith. I got to accept that. And not only do I have to accept it, but I have to go talk to him privately about it and leave all of these people to go home thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to give up my kids and let them be perverted because Jesus will come back and save them later. And they're going to kill them, but it's okay because Jesus. <laughs> That's just not the truth. It's, not a, right. it's a lie. So why would I hide that from all those people? Well, and, and you know, people, people just say, well, you, you got to just do whatever they say. So if the pastor say, we're, we're going to shut down because of the government, then that lets me know the pastor never read the book of Daniel. Because the government told Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to what? Bow down and worship or we're going to throw you in the fire. They was yep. like, look, man, and I'm paraphrasing it. So those who uh, who's, who's listening don't think I don't know the scripture. So I'm, I'm giving a parable. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it. They was like, look, man, throw us in the fire. And we just want you to know one thing. The God we serve is able to deliver us out of that fire. But guess what? If he don't deliver us, he's still able. So just go on and throw us in the fire. And and the king said, wait a minute. Didn't we throw three in the fire? How come how come we serve? We how come I see four and the fourth one look like the son of son of God? How do he know the Son of God looked like, and he don't even serve God? But he can identify the Son of God. Then all of a sudden, government say what? Daniel, you're not allowed to pray to no other God. What did Daniel do? He opened up the window and says, guess what? I'm praying anyway. So we're supposed to be just as bold with what we stand for and what we believe. We should not let government or anybody Give us the sob stories of, well, the body of Christ and nothing y'all can do. You just got to live through it. You just got to go through it. To, to the fact that some buildings, I'm not going to even call them churches of God, but some buildings are already allowing drag shows and all this oh, crap. In yeah. and, you're, and you're going like this. By, by the way, this is the most important message, important podcast that I've ever done. Because, because this defines... Dr. King, this defines us being ambassadors. Yes. Ambassadors of what? Of the kingdom of God and of righteousness. Which is truth. Yes. We, we, are, we, are, we are told that our charter as people is to be ambassadors of truth, to speak truth. Yes. And when they turn their muzzles on each other, when they do that, that's not truth. That's ego. That's hubris. That's, that's everyone taking. That's not. This is what it looks like. Duty yes. side forward. And we go after the evil in our communities that we know is evil. Not that, hey, I had this person was mean to me, so I'm gonna be mean back to him and I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna show him. That's not that's not being an ambassador of truth. That's being petty. Right. That's standing right. for yourself, not for God. Yes. So, so this message is so important because people are walking around because of the perversion of the church. A massive perversion of the church. Massive, massive perversion of the church. And they are saying things like, well, this is the devil's domain. No, it's not. It's not the not devil's domain. Not at all. And, and the thing about it is, the thing about it is, and, and we're going to go to our main scripture in a minute, but this is good. But the thing about it is, when we, when we look at this, right, it is the church fault that we are in the mess that we are in right now. It's the church fault because we did not stand on truth. Mm. It's the church fault because we was not the light in the world like we were supposed to be. It's the church fault because we was not the yeast. And I'm going to explain all of that in a minute. 
um, that we were supposed to be. And it's the church fault because we have not been the salt. When the, when the government shut down the church, what they're saying is the God that we serve is not central. It's not important enough to go through a critical time of our state and our country's history. We are not important. What, what the government told you, your God is not strong enough, so y'all go sit down somewhere, and we as the government, we are handling it our way. And that was a slap in the face and an insult to those of us who are true believers of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and are true ambassadors to the kingdom of heaven. So we have to repent and ask God to forgive us because we didn't take our rightful place to do exactly what God wanted done. And God did not want the church to go high in the midst of a pandemic. God wanted us to stand up and show the anointing and the power of God to be um, flowing through all of us during this difficult time. But what did we do? We yield and submitted ourselves to the way of man and not to the way of God. So. And, and, th and this is where it gets into, this is where it gets into calling people into their positions of authority. Yes. You know, and this, this, this is where, now, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. It, it, now we can go to that scripture because I'm so glad you said that. He's calling us into our position of authority. So let's go to Matthew 13. Now, when you start reading, I'm going to do like I do with my wife now. I'm going to cut you off in a minute. I'm going to tell you to right, stop reading. Okay. All okay. right. So this is 36 to 38, right? Or 33. Yeah, Which one? 36. Yeah, okay. go down to 36. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tar tars of the field. He answered and said unto them, Tares of the field, sorry. He said, Soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is in the is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares of the children of the wicked one. Okay, okay. So so let's go back to um Verse 37 for a second, and then I'm going to stop you. Okay. It sounded so good, I'll let you read it all. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. Okay, stop. Now, one of the things that people got to understand is this. I said it earlier, we are seeds that God sent to the earth to be planted in certain areas that we will mature, that the world can eat our fruit. All right? So, the good seed is Joe and, and, and myself and everybody that's listening that belongs to God. I don't want to keep nobody out because they might throw something at us in a minute. But the good seed is Joe, myself, and everybody that belongs to God and the, and, 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 and the Son of Man fling us into the world system. And when he fling us in, flung us into the world system, then he had Joe go into podcasting. He had me go into government. He got somebody in arts and entertainment. He got somebody in business. He got somebody in education. He got So he got somebody all over in every aspect of the world system, and, right? And, and he put us there for one reason and one reason only, to have dominion. Amen. To use Amen. the authority that he's given us to have dominion over the, the world system. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring it into one area real quick, and I'm going to bring it into the area of government. All right. So, so we, cause whoever controls the government controls almost controls all the systems because of why 
because government affects every area of our lives. Government hits every area. So let's just look at government, for example. Read verse 38, please. Hold that thought. Hold on. Um, the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares, <clears throat> but the tares are the children of the wicked one. Okay. So, now let's take government, for example. The church told us to, to told the children of the kingdom to stay out of government. Why? Because the church got, got in bed or they sold their birthrights to people in government to say, y'all stay out of it, but every election let me in your church to tell the people to vote for me. Right? Right. And so, so what happened is the church started to invite the tear to come in every four years or every two years, whenever there's election, and they allowed them to come in. And just because they quoted a scripture, because they know they know scriptures, just like the devil knew scripture when he told Jesus, throw yourself off of this high mountain. Why? Because he's quoted Psalms 91. He gave angels charge over you. So the devil knows scriptures. So so the wicked one's children know scriptures. So they, they say to the, to the, to the children of, of, of the kingdom, which is the wheat versus the tear, and says, and they quote scriptures. And in quoting those scriptures, people say, oh, they're a good person. But the problem we had was, as the church, we was trained to vote D or R, Democrat or Republican, but that R should not have been Republican, that R should have been righteousness that we voted for righteous people and put righteous people in office to govern. Because the Bible says when the righteous are in office, the people rejoice. So when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked, the people mourn. Why is that? Because righteousness govern themselves by the wisdom of God to not oppress the people, but to bless the people. Where Amen. The, where the wicked comes in to oppress the people. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. So, so this, this gets to where the church has been perverted. And I'm not talking... Yes. And, and everyone wants to say this. Everyone wants to say, well, the church, is, the church has been perverted and education has been perverted, so we need to send our kids to Christian schools. And I go, all right. I'll send, our, I can't, I'll, I'll send my kids to Christian school. I sent my kids to the Harvard of high schools, Christian school. Both my kids went to the... I got a Christian education, and here's what I figured out. They're just as perverted 
if not more so, than the public schools. The public schools tell you who they are. They're, it's clear. You, you will have Christians inside a public school that are trying to influence children to follow God's word. They will do it in ways that, is, that, 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 that the fruit of their tree is things that people want to grab onto. But in Christian schools, they talk a certain way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But their fruit is rotten because they're using yeah. words, but there's no authenticity. There's no, there's no truth in what they're saying. And so we, we found ourselves in the devil's playground only because we let them into our playground. We let them build inside of our institutions. We let them do it, and we let their words not align with their actions, and we just said, oh, we got to give them grace. Another lie. We have, to, we have to let them continue. I mean, this is right? I mean, Dr. King, tell right. me. You, 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 you know what? You're absolutely right. And, and here's what they say. They'll say, well, God is love. Okay, but God, love has two sides. Yeah. Love have a sweet side, but love also have a sting side. You know, my dad used to say, the only reason I'm whooping you is because I love you. So love... <laughs> That's yeah, true. Right? And even in the Bible, the Bible says, the Bible says in Hebrews, God God says, I chastise those that I love. And if you're not being chastised, you're a bastard. You're none of mine. Yes. So, so, so stop watering down love. Oh, which is love and, and only grace. But grace don't give you a pass to act a fool. Grace don't give you a pass to water down the word of God. Matter of fact, they need to go back and read Revelations, the last chapter of Revelations. Why? Because it says, if you take away from the word or add to the word, you will blot your own name out of the Lamb Book of Life. Amen. Amen. So, so you, you, you know, we have, to be, we have to be careful and do it the way he wanted done. The, the, the reason why most churches have been, I call it, you know what I call it? Tainted truth. Okay, it been tainted, and 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 the thing and the reason it is is because you got a lot of you got a lot of people know that the easiest place to get money, the easiest place to con people is the church. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Because why? Those people are looking for answers. Those people are needing help. Those people. So, for example, and I don't know why they call him Reverend, but Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton knows that he says, listen, y'all pay me, I get them to vote for y'all because they listen to me. It's not that he's influencing them, but he's manipulating them. There's a difference between influence and manipulating. It's... No, go ahead. No, no, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. Yes. And, and they, they use words. I mean, it's a big sigh but they use words... That make you, and then it's this, the nodding of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you look around, people are nodding their heads. Everybody's nodding their heads. And then now they're walking towards the cliff, and they're walking over the cliff. Watching people fall to their death. And you look down there, it's a bloody mess down there. But everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And they just walk, walk right off the cliff. That's what I feel like the church is doing to the people in this country and around the world. They're, they're, yeah. they're making that apathy, this, this apathetic environment, uh, leading people to slaughter, leading them to to believe that this is the devil's playground. It's not. Right. It's our playground that the devil is, is starting to infiltrate, and we're being told by the devil that God doesn't exist at the same time that he's slaughtering the good people of our country. 
and around the world. And we're supposed yes. to just accept it because the pastors that are then infiltrated by evil, this is big, infiltrated by evil, and the people that turn around and say, oh, can't talk about, can't talk to Joe. He's, he's a con man. That, that guy's a con man. And I look at my fruit and I'm like, well, my fruit looks good. <laughs> you know, married 20 years, great kids, family's good, never had, I look at my fruit and the way that I've treated and what I've done to serve others and I go, wow, that, I'm that. But we know that they are that. And we know that they are deceiving people because they want people to fall to their death. They want people to live in misery. That's what these people do. And, and, and that's because the people themselves are not studying. They're just taking whatever the pastor says. Because if they will study and they will spend that time with God, the Bible says my sheep will know my voice. So no matter how wicked they are, if they open their mouth and say something, it'll, it'll register. That's not of God. That's not like God. Where did they get that from? They need to stop that. Uh-uh. No more. So, but when we when we look at it from a government standpoint, right? When we look at it from a government standpoint, we voted in. Well, let me let's go back for a minute. Let me ask the, the audience this question, Joe, that I asked on Sunday. You're not allowed to answer it though. All right, somebody better hey, you better be paying attention. You got to answer this question. First person that answers it, I'm gonna bring it up, so just answer it. Okay, why did God give the children of Israel law before he gave them land? Oh, I know the answer. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> repeat it one more time for everyone. Come on, guys. I mean, I mean, why hear this. did God give the children of Israel law before he gave them land? Come on, come on. I want to I see some answers. Oh, we can wait a minute. Well, Lou, we could talk. Did, we we could talk about fan. We could talk about a lot of things. Why? Yes. Did Come on. God gave the children of Israel law before He gave them land. Why did the children of Israel? Why did God give the children of Israel law before He gave them land? Yes. Law before land. Come on. Come on. Give me some answers, guys. I want some answers. I want some real answers. Um, so, <laughs> New case says, so they could be prepared to hold the land when they got it. It established a social structure that was robust. That's one answer. Okay. Because they were slaves and a slave doesn't know how to make a land to show them their sin so they would know to live in the land. Those are all different answers. Okay. Oh, Okay. I like them, but now... Je Jeff says, purity before possessions. Locust Honey says, because they couldn't enter the land until they obeyed the law. Well, that Ooh. one sounded good. I like that one. That sounded, <laughs> that sounded good, too. Pro Mom Life says, so they would know how he wanted them to live in the land, and they would be blessed and prosperous. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Susgro cool. says, we're going to give what we are in, inside first. That one's really good. Yeah. You have been uh, inundated. They need to know how to rule themselves before they can rule over land. Mm, I like all those. Rex says, they asked for law, and they could not rule over the land without proper dominion. <laughs> wow. I told you I okay. had some smart people on here. Hold on, I got some more here. I know, I know. So so let me let me tell y'all why. When God brought them out of Egypt, they were they had law in Egypt. 
law produced culture. Yes. So in that culture, they can worship many gods. So when he brought them out of Egypt, he had to give them new laws so they would get a new culture. That's why the first law says, thou shalt have no other god but me. Why? Because they came out of a culture that had many gods. So he had to give them law so he can recreate a new culture. Now, our founding fathers gave us law, which gave yes. us a culture. And what we have done, we have allowed the evil ones to go into office to change the law, which changed our culture. That's why traditional marriage used to be and still is, according to God's word, man and a woman. But because we put the wrong people in office, they changed the law, which changed the culture. Now it's okay for two men or two women or a man and an animal or a woman and an animal or a brother and sister to get married and be together. Whoa. Whoa. What? I am going to give you the new cape of Captain Obvious. It's... <laughs> I told you that Dr. King was my brother from another mother. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. So law creates culture. Culture, when you have the land, creates prosperity because that culture leads you to follow God's law, and then God blesses you for following his law. Yeah, for following his law. So, let, so, so watch this. Avoiding engagement with the powers that design and plans our time and changes our time and change is to surrender to another man's value, morals, and standards. Let me say that again. Avoiding engagement with the powers that design and plans our time and change is to surrender to another man's value, morals, and standards. When we as the body of Christ did not get involved and run for office, we surrendered to those that I like to call non-circumcised Philistines and allowed them to change the law which changed our culture. I mean, it's hard it's hard to argue with that. It's hard to argue with with that because that's what we're seeing. God's law gets replaced with man's law. Man's law changes culture. Culture then creates the chaos that we have today because we can't be blessed if we're not following God's law. It's a big circle. That's it. So the only way to get back to prosperity and to being able to have alignment in our country and alignment across the globe, across the world, across the world, in different kingdoms all over, is to get back to God's law. Without God's That's law, it. we can have no prosperity. And, and, and until we put godly men and women in office, until we do that, that can re, rewrite this thing, turn that ship around, put God back as Lord. The Bible says, blessed is the nation who God is Lord. You know, one of the things that I'm doing in Wisconsin is, and I believe with everything that I'm going to win, is that after my inauguration, we're going on a three-day fast. I'm asking the whole state to go on a fast with me. And then on that third day, I'm asking the whole state to come, those that will, to come to the rotunda. We're going to have worship. We're going to have prayer. We're going to ask God to forgive us. We're going to ask God to heal the land of Wisconsin. And we're going to ask him to be Lord over Wisconsin again. Mm. Mm. Man, that I, so I, I get these, like, you know how you get the, the, 
tingly, spider tinglies all over. So it's been a couple times on this podcast where I'm like, I like feeling it, by the way. That, that feeling that you get when it goes and it starts to starts at one spot in the back of your head and it goes all down your whole body. That's uh it's a great feeling. Mr. Producer, you had something you wanted to say. He went to uh Hillsdale. Uh, I, <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> um so that law that dictates that culture, is it transcendent through all of the stuff that we highlight in our society today with race and gender and all the stuff that they make up? Like, how, how do we communicate to people how that, that law and that culture are more important than our earthly views on what we're doing today? Okay. Ooh, I like that. Well, let's start with, with race, all right? The Bible says God, God said, let us make man. So he made man. Right, but he made man in two models a male model and a female model. All right, it's just like a Toyota a Toyota make a Camry, a Highlander, uh, a Lexus, all are made by Toyotas, right? But at the end of the day, what are they? They Toyotas, different colors, different size, different everything, right? When God made man, he made man two models, different colors, different shapes, different size. At the end of the day, you're still man. So why will we allow the enemy to make us be hateful to ourselves? Mm, I love that. Mm. And when it comes to the sexuality, when a man, this is scientifically proven, when a man goes into his wife, he releases 500 million sperm cells and only one hit the egg. And that, and whatever you came out, if you came out a girl or a boy, then that's what you are. There is no mistake in that. But you're 500 million to one. So how is that a mistake? It's not. If somebody just right, if somebody just won the lottery, they and they was one out of millions or billions. What are you gonna do? Say I don't want the money because that was a mistake. No, God didn't make a mistake. And what we have to do is to present truth and teach our young men. God called you to be a head. He called you to be a head of a household. He called you to be a warrior. He called you to be a father. He called you to be a teacher. He called you to be a man of valor. But then to that woman, he called you to carry life. He called you to be a helpmate. See, if we give them the purpose of what he called them for, they won't be confused. But when we don't give them the principles of God of why I was born, then we're going to be confused. Thank you very much, sir. That was great. And, and here, here's the thing that, that people don't understand is that this is the word of God. This is why we don't have to have one world government. This is why we don't have to accept things as they are. We are not to accept things that we know that we can change. We can change who we vote for. We can change the fact that we do not have voting machines. We can change the fact that we don't have mail-in ballots. We can change the fact that they lie to us in the media. We can change the fact that tech companies get to, to get their grasp on us. And all we have to do, this is so simple, is become ambassadors of truth. The highest yes. office, the ambassador of truth. Our job is to speak truth, act in truth. To have faith, but act in it. Act in that faith. We're so afraid. Everyone's so afraid of being attacked. Everyone's so afraid of speaking truth. Uh, and I had a meeting yesterday, and I talked to someone, Dr. King. And she goes, I go, can you withstand the hits from the evil that is going to come upon you for speaking truth? 
And she goes, well, if I say that, it could have adverse effect on my family, and it could have an adverse effect on my my husband's job and my parents. And and I thought to myself, um, think about what you're saying. You're saying you're not allowed to speak truth. You're not allowed right. because you're right. afraid of them. Right, but then you tell your children don't lie to you. But you let them tell lies over and over and over again, and you wonder why you want you wonder why your kids don't listen to you. You wonder yes. why. I want to, and I know I know we're over, but I want to read this to you because I told you about this before. And then I want, if you can, Doctor King, if you could get into the three things. Okay. Light. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. I want to read this though because this is important. And I read this on Saturday. There was a time when the church was very powerful. It was during the period that the early Christians rejoiced when they were deemed worthy to suffer for what they believed. In those days, the church was not merely a thermometer that recorded the ideas and principles of popular opinion. It was a thermostat that transformed the mores of society. Wherever the early Christians entered a town, the power structure got disturbed and immediately sought to convict them for being disturbers of the peace and outside agitators. But they went on with conviction that they were a colony of heaven and had to obey God rather than man. They were small in numbers but big in commitment. They were too God-intoxicated to be astronomically intimidated. They brought an end, an end to such ancient evils as infanticide and gladiatorial contests. Things are different now. The contemporary church is so often a weak, ineffectual voice with an uncertain sound. It is so often the arch supporter of the status quo. Far from being disturbed by the presence of the church, the power structure of the average community is consoled by the church's often vocal sanction as things as they are. But the judgment of God is, behind the, behind, is upon the church as never before. If the church of today does not recapture the sacrifice, sacrificial spirit of the early church, it will lose its authentic ring, forfeit the loyalty of millions, and be dismissed as an irrelevant social club with no meaning for the 20th century. I meet young people every day whose disappointment with the church has risen to outright disgust. This was written by Dr. Martin Luther King, in April of 1963, and it is it is prophetic, and it drives us to where we are today. And by the way, people in the church take shots at Dr. King. They take shots at him and say he was an imperfect man, and he was, you know, he cheated on his wife, and all of these things about a man. First of all, men are imperfect. And number two, this man self unselfishly stood. He stood, and he stood, and he stood. And the government saw him as such a powerful force that they killed him because they could not let his voice stand any longer. And if you go back and look, when Dr. Martin Luther King was here, 70, 80% of the population hated him. Today, he has his own holiday. But they still have not come forward and told the truth about the fact that they killed him, that the FBI and the CIA killed Dr. Martin Luther King. And that is the evil that we've let absorb our society. And I believe that the downfall comes because he's telling you. He's telling you what God is telling us to do. God is telling us to be strong, to stand up, to be an effectual voice, to stand for God's law. Okay, sorry, I had to, put, I had to bring that up. No, 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 that, that is great. But there's, like, like you said, the, the church has lost its authority. And mm. before I go into these three things, I got to say this. You, there's a story in the Bible where the king called one of his servants and says, you're no longer going to be working for me. I'm paraphrasing. 
he says, uh, give an account. And he went around and he asked people, how much you owe the king? And he said, give him this. How many you owe? He said, give him that. How many you owe? Give him that. And the king said, he done well. But the king fired him because he was unjust. He was unrighteous, right? Jesus gave us that parable because he's letting us know that even we, as the church, has been fired. We don't have no power, no authority, because why? Mm. We will not stand up for what he what he stood for. Even though Saul was still in the in the seat of the king, he was already fired. That's why they went and anointed David. Mm. So so we can be in the church building and we can be fired. No authority, no nothing. And that's why it says in Thessalonians that God was in a God himself, not the devil, but God himself was in a strong delusion that we will believe a lie, but the end is destruction. So he's already letting us know. So the, th the three things that, that we must become right now, and, and, and we're going to address them all, is light, yeast, and salt. And, and light is coming out of, and you ain't got to, you don't have to put them up, uh, but Matthew 5 and 14, yeast is coming out of Matthew 13, 33, and salt is coming out of Matthew 5 and 13. So, and the reason I want you to put them up, I just want to, because I know we, we, we're uh, short on time. Yeah. No, but, we're not. We're not. We can, we can go. We, we're, we're good. Okay. So let's <laughs> do it. We're going to get through this. So let's okay. read this. So light, light first, just 5 and 14, just the light, 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Okay, let's deal with that one first. So let's let's talk about light for a minute because of the problem is this. There is no light. We're reflectors. When we get around other people, then we want to shine. But when we go into the areas where God wants us, whether it's in government or podcasting or business, we don't show our light there. You know, we don't want people to know. We It's like we're afraid to let people know that we belong to God. But also, light is there to expose the mm. darkness, to expose the evil, to expose the oppression, to expose the the, the, the lies, to expose the, the, the things that they're doing that they should not do. And the problem with us is we have this spirit of want to be light. So we're not going to expose the light. We don't want to eat lunch by ourselves. We want folks to like us. We want folks to be around us. Well, here's the thing about it. If I'm a light, I'd rather shine. And I'd mm. rather shine brightly to represent the government of God. Because why? It says, let your, let your light shine before men that they might see your good work, that they might glorify your Father. We have to understand we're not in this to be glorified. We're in this to glorify the Father. That's all we're here to mm. do. And so, so being that light, uh, that that's that that city that sitteth on a hill, everybody should be able to to know that. Well, if I go to Joe with this, I, we might have some problems. So I can't just I can't even be comfortable going to Joe and talking to him about stuff that I know he ain't gonna stand for. See, mm. when when I used to, when I was when I was managing uh, before I, I started uh, running uh, my own company. People will have birthday parties and they will have things going on. And and when they get to work, I hear about it. I'm like, wait a minute, you guys didn't invite me? And they were like, well, don't be offended. We just know your lifestyle. You were not indulge in this. You were not, you wouldn't be okay in that kind of environment. Why? Because they see my life. I don't walk mm. around with the Bible in my hand. 
but they just don't see my light. I mean, they see my light. And when people see your light, they don't want to do, they feel uncomfortable doing evil around you when they see your light. And so, you know, and... <laughs> I, I don't want to disrupt you. I, look, we, we haven't even gotten to the other parts of it. Light, so light is fundamental. Yes, fundamental. Showing, you, you know, God is love, and, and, and Jesus is the light of the world. And mm. if we got God and Jesus, so we are light that spread love. Now, I tell people all the time, I love you enough to hurt your feelings and watch you make it into heaven than to spare your feelings and watch you go to hell. That's how much I love you. And I, so and you can get mad at me all day long, but I still love you. So I'm going to be that light. And I'm not and, I, and I'm not going to dim the light because you don't agree with the truth. I'm going to keep that light bright, right? And this is what the Bible says. The Bible says, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. or lack of, and, and that word knowledge means information. And because you have rejected the information, I have rejected you and your children. So what, what is he saying? It's not that truth is not being presented. You're rejecting it to be popular. Truth mm. don't make you popular. So if you're mm. going to be a light, trust me, you're not going to be popular with a lot of people. A lot of people are going to appreciate you and respect you, but you're not going to be in the in crowd. And I don't want to be in the in crowd because if I'm in the in crowd, that means I dim my light a little bit so everybody can dwell with me. I don't want you trying to dwell. I want you around me because you want more truth. I want you around me because you see my real character, that I'm walking in integrity, that, you know, and I tell people all the time, a character, a person with character never need an image consultant. So I don't need nobody to create me an image for people to like. This is what you see. This is what you get. I'm going to stay being that light. So let's look at number two, which is yeast. All right. And let's go to Matthew 13, 33. Okay. Matthew 13, 33. I got that. Hold on a second. There we go. Another parable spake he unto them. The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in, in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. Okay. I found out yesterday when you go do study on yeast, yeast is alive. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I've been cooking yeah. a long time. I'm a cook and baker by trade, but I never went that deep into yeast that yeast is alive. Yeah. Right? So so yeast is alive, and when you put yeast in dough, the dough don't influence the yeast. The yeast influence the dough. So when, when we who are ambassadors of truth go into government, go into podcasting and media, the, that doesn't change us. We change it. We're the influence in government. We're the influence in, in the media. We're the influence in arts and entertainment. We're the influence in education. So we're supposed mm. to influence it. It should not influence us. It should not turn us into what it already is. We should turn it into whatever we want it to become because now we control the atmosphere. Okay, so let me read this again so that everyone understands. Leavened means to rise. It's an agent to rise. Yes. So it's, it's yeast. Yes. Another parable spake he unto them. The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. The whole was 
risen. The bread was made. It was expanded. Yeah. And so if we ever want to be, if we ever want to see the glory of God back in America, the glory of God back in our states, we have to become yeast. Because yeast is, is what influence. And when you read the glory of God, the glory means the influence of God. So mm. when you become that yeast in the area where God has you, then guess what happens? You are now the influence which bringing in the glory of God, which bringing in the influence of God in an area or territory where we can fix this thing and make it back right. Amen. So, so we have the yeast. We so got we the, light. the light. We have the yeast. And now let's do the salt. Matthew uh, 13, 5 and 13. Matthew 5. 13. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savior, wherewith shall I be salted? Shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Now, this one I love because, um, how should I say this? You said it earlier about the church. And we, we, we experienced that because what? The, ch the government told the church, you lost your saltness. Mm. You're not central. You done, we done took your, you done took our money. You have become weak. You're no good for nothing. Now we need to step all over you and just walk all over you because you're nothing. And what's happening to the church right now? We're being walked on. We're not, we're, you know, they, they, they don't respect us because we lost our salt. Why did we lose our salt? Because we forgot salt is what's impact. You put salt on chicken, it impacts that chicken, the flavor of that chicken. You put salt on anything and it impacts it. So, so what happened is we lost our impact in our communities. We lost our impact in, in, in advising the government. We lost our impact in the, church, in the school system. So we, we're good for nothing right now. And, 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 and the reason it is is because we didn't want to work to do we didn't want to do the work so so the Bible calls us lazy wicked unproductive and good for nothing so as salt we was not good for nothing so now those of us who understand that we are now the ambassadors for the kingdom of the kingdom of heaven ambassadors of truth we know we got to be Lord I mean we got to be light then we got to be the yeast to influence because the moment you influence, you impact. The moment you impact, there go your change. So and, and until then. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I did not mean to interrupt you. No, I was just saying. Until then, until we wake up. and, and, and it's, it's like the prodigal son. Remember the prodigal son? Oh, yeah. He was, sitting in the, he was sitting in the pig pen. And all of a sudden, the Bible says the most powerful thing that just should wake all of us up. The Bible says, and he came to himself. He finally realized who he was. And he was like, wait a minute, I ain't got to sit here. I can just go back. Mm. Right? And tell my father, I sinned against heaven in your sight. When we don't stand up for God and allow man and government to do whatever they're doing, we're not sinning to man. We're sinning against God. Yeah. Against heaven, because why? We won't stand up and be that ambassador for truth. 
Well, I tell you, it, it, and the, the power of this message, I, mean, I want to bring it all together for me, was the choice that you have to make, that life is about all of these choices. You see someone that's standing on the road that's downtrodden, that's holding a sign. They made choices in their life that led them to that place where they're standing there holding that sign. And so now we're at this place. We're at this, this crossroads of choices. We're making choices. Like a book that if you go to page 21, if you want to do this, go to page 40, if you want to do this. You know, those, those books that are like the, you know, I had them when I was a kid. I'd read a book and it, it, you could make the ending any way you wanted by making that choice. Now we have choices. And those yes. choices are simple. If we are an ambassador of God, if we are an ambassador of truth, if we carry the things that are necessary in order to influence our community, if we bring light, if we push and, and provide yeast, leaven, to our environment, if we are willing to bring salt and impact as yes. we rise up that message, we rise up what is necessary, and we stand as an ambassador, nothing can come against us. There, there is no one-world government. They can't win. And, and this is why I say all the time that as we become the doctrine of the lesser magistrates, as we become the lesser magistrates, as we put people in positions of power and authority and we start casting out the biggest problem we have, which is our election machines and mail-in ballots and not having safe, secure, and transparent elections because we are having people selected that are doing the biddings of the devil. As we push that out, it is impossible for us to go down a path. It is impossible not improbable, impossible for us to do God's work and not have an outcome that is favorable to God. Amen. Yes, amen, 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 amen. You're absolutely right. And, and, and this is why even the elections that's going on right now is so important. Yes. And, and, we, and we, we need those who are ambassadors of truth to vote. Uh, and vote the right people in office so we can start moving in the right direction. The R for righteousness, the not R. for Republican. Right. Yes, that's it. Well, we are, we are out of time. We're way over. But I got to tell you something. This message resonated with me because it is the mission. It is the mission behind how I focus every day, behind talking to people about what their choices are. How do you become an ambassador for truth? How do you stand up for truth? How do you share the podcast? This podcast is one of the most important podcasts I've ever done because it is an articulation of truth, not the perversion of truth that we get when we walk into a pastor's realm. If a pastor shut down a church, and you're going to that church right now, and that church closed for even one day, you need to leave. You need to leave that church. That church is, is not your home. It is, not, it is not articulating God's word. It is not standing for God's word. You got to leave. One day. That's true. You got to leave. Because the influence of perversion, the influence of apathy in the community and letting things happen to our community and believing that the devil has domain over this world. The devil does not have domain over this world. We have domain over this world as ambassadors of God. That's what the Bible says. Not with some yes. pastor perverts or some school that wants to teach pastorisms, right? Not that. What the Bible says is that this is, this is God's domain, that, that heaven is already here. It's here. It's here. We're not, we, we, we keep trying to search for it. It's right here. 
If we have a righteous environment, we're living a good life. It's prosperous. Everything's good. We, yeah. we, we, we push down evil. We get rid of fentanyl. We close the borders. We start helping people in foreign lands. We accept people into our land under the culture that we created, not the ones they want to bring to us. Right? That's so true. You're absolutely right. And when we start to do those kind of things, then we will see the hand of God mm. back. Because the hand of God can come to America two ways. It either could come with the blessings or it could come with judgment. And we got to make sure that the, the remnant of God people will rise up and do what's right so that the hand of blessing come and not the hand of judgment. Mm. Mm. Well, before we go, I'm going to pray. Actually, you know what? I get to pray every day. I want you to pray. And then once you pray, I'm going to pray for you. But I'm going to have you pray first, if that's okay. We end, we end every show with a prayer. Okay. Um, all the, all the, <laughs> all the uh, Karzazian hacks <laughs> and uh, media personalities, they, they don't actually talk about us saying a prayer. It's like, he brings religion into it. He wants to, it's religion. <laughs> no, bring the word of God into it. So we pray after every show. So if you're okay with okay. it, I'd like to pray, you to pray okay. first, and then and then I'll pray. Okay. So, Father, we just thank you for this time together with my brother. We thank you for the audience that listening, God. I pray for three things for, for my brother and the audience. I pray for holy boldness, that they will be bold to stand as ambassadors of truth, that they will be bold to stand as that light to the world. Father God, that they will be bold to be that yeast and also that salt, oh God. And then, Lord, I pray that you would give them divine wisdom, wisdom on how to fix this, this nation, this, our state, our local government, our education system, even media, God. Mm. We can't fix anything without your wisdom. Mm. And then, Lord, I pray for divine favor, that doors will be opening up for those that are ready to walk in your truth that doors will be opening up, that they will begin to, to walk through and stand for you in whatever area of the world system that you may have them in, oh God. I pray, Lord, that their name will be famous and distinguished, that people will just know them because of their standing for you. But every time that somebody says something to them on what they've done, let them give you the glory and not themselves. So, Father, we just honor you today. We pray for every listener, we pray for his show to go to a, a, another level. I know he got followers. I ask you double his followers, God, that he will be a household name across this world. And he will be that ambassador for truth in media like never before. So I thank you for favor, God. I thank you for the producers. I thank you for everybody that, that have anything to do with this show that you will be a blessing to all of them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, before I pray, I want people to know where they can find you. So your website, Dr. King. It's King, K-I-N-G, F-O-R-W-I.com. King, F-O-R-W-I.com. And my phone number is 414-676-0842. 414 
and you can reach out to him and give him some encouragement. And uh, that was his beautiful wife that you saw up on the screen. And she is an amazing force in your life. And, uh, you know, you guys are equally yoked, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, you can yes. also contribute Thank if you go there as well. There's a contribute button. Um, but Dr. King will be the next lieutenant governor. They are about to have their primaries um, in Wisconsin. I feel really good about where you are. And uh, I think there's a lot of great things that can happen um, as a result of, of, of you getting into that office. We, so we get... Uh, Tim uh, Rantham to be the governor, you to be the lieutenant governor. I think we're off to the races in Wisconsin. Oh yeah. All right. Yes. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for you now, and then everyone, uh, if you don't mind, uh, you know, stick around for a minute. I got a couple of updates that I'm gonna do um, as well as we wrap up. Father God, thank you, thank you for this amazing man. Thank you for David. Thank you for the work that he does. Thank you for the sacrifice that he makes. Thank you for his voice. Thank you for the courage and for the humility by which he operates. Father, thank you for the wisdom that you've bestowed upon him. Thank you for opening up his eyes and shedding light on Scripture so that he can share that with many, many, many people. Thank you, Father, for Dr. King's church, for the church that he pastors and the people that he leads. Thank you for the businesses that he's influenced. Thank you for the people that he's touched and for his commitment to serve his community and serve our country, Father. Father, I would ask you to put a hedge of protection around his heart and his mind. I would ask you to guard his wife and his family and his 54 grandchildren, Father. I would just ask you to put a special blessing on his family. We didn't get a chance to talk about that, but it just the... I would just ask you to be with his family completely, to shield those children from any wrongdoing that may happen in the schools or any perversion that may be put upon their minds. I would ask you to plug their ears and to give them discernment, Father. Father, I would ask you to bless Dr. King's campaign. I would ask you to bless him as this primary comes, that you may be on the hearts of men and women who are voting, that they may vote their conscience, they may vote for the R, the righteous one, Father. Father, please, please bless us as a community. Bless us with peace and joy. Let not the, the, the evil one take that from us. Father, I would just ask you to, to bless our fruit, the fruit of our bodies and the things that we do, that as we do go about our day, that we may bear fruit that would please you, Father. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are, we are in a different world, but it doesn't have to be a different world because this is God's world. This is God's domain. And, and if we yes. become ambassadors of truth, I'll give you the final word, and then I'll let you go. But thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. Um, for those that listened and participated in the question, y'all gave some great answers. Um, it's just an honor to be here. Um, and if those are listening that's in Wisconsin, if you really want Wisconsin fixed, then I'm the candidate for Lieutenant Governor that you should be voting for and telling your family to vote for. Let's do a landslide to, to let people know that in Wisconsin, we want righteousness in office. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I'll be in touch with you. Thank you. All right. And, God bless, sir. And, and give your best to your beautiful wife from me. 
from all of us. Oh, yeah, I sure will. All right, take care. I will. Dr. Okay. King. You know, that was probably my favorite podcast. I, I keep talking about my favorite podcast. And on Friday, I did a podcast where I, it was funny. We had a good time. We got to make fun of, of people on the, of the just ridiculousness of the left. But today, when I, when I heard Dr. King speak in church, I was on the phone with the producer going, listen, I need him right now. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. I need, I need him to be on the show next week. And so he is on the show. Um, before I go, I want to give you guys some updates, and, and it's really important. One person brought this to us, so I do want to talk about this. There is Emerald Robinson has a, uh, a thing that she put up. Mr. Producer, I'll go ahead and, and share this with you right now. I want to put this up immediately so you guys know that the they admitted to so the Georgia Secretary of State's office admits to 2020 election recount, quote-unquote, errors. The attorney for general for this uh, attorney for Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has been forced to admit in writing that Fulton County w- did not conduct a proper and legal recount of the 2020 election results. In an email dated July 29, 2022, the attorney for Georgia Secretary of State named C. Ryan Germany admits to a number of bad practices among the public officials that hand election in Georgia to concerned citizen Joe Rossi. The most important point is that the Georgia Secretary of State's office cannot support the results of Fulton County's hand recount of the 2020 election results. And he said this is what he wrote in the email. As part of the allegation that you made, our investigators looked at the alleged violation and found that Fulton did make mistakes on their audit counting reporting. Those are what have been referred to the AG's office. The second point is that Georgia Secretary of State did not check or supervise or verify the results of hand counts from Georgia's counties. In other words, the Georgia Secretary of State, R- Brad Raffensperger, did not, is not doing his job. It took an independent investigators and concerned citizens to uncover the bad practices in Fulton County. And if you go in and look at this particular deal, it, it's the actual email. So I will put this up. Thank you for the person that put it up and said, hey, this is breaking. That is breaking. And, and by the way, the only people, I'll say it again, the only people that are saying that our elections, our voice has not been stolen and we are not slaves are the people that are not willing to look into it. Those are the only people saying that our elections weren't stolen. And when we talk about becoming ambassadors of truth, there is no bigger truth than preserving the voice of a nation. And I know that preparing, preparing yourself, your family, making sure that you're able to take care of yourself as the times evolve, uh, I'll remind everyone that you can go to DCF Guns. If you go to DCFGuns.com, you can find all of the locations. They have the Castle Rock location, as well as two down in Colorado Springs, east and west. If you go to dcfguns.co, it will take you to their online store, and you can find a ton of awesome stuff on there. Go get training. Go arm yourselves. Get ammo. Get the things you need. Uh, So that's dcfguns.co. And it starts with putting God first. It starts with standing up and doing the righteous things and making the sacrifices and not relying on other people to make the sacrifices for you. As we said in the intro to this, if you're waiting for somebody to save you, you'll be waiting a long time because no one is coming to save you. God is not literally, that's a perversion of the church. When the church says, we got to let God do his work. No, that is a perversion of the church. And if you read the scripture, I didn't know. I've, I've actually my entire life thought that this is the devil's playground and that we are living amongst the devil's domain. But as I started reading it and started listening to Dr. King, and by the way, he... He has his degree in theology. He is a very, very smart man. <laughs> he brilliant man. 
And as he goes through it, he goes, no, 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 what about this scripture, Joe? He goes, I could pick apart the Bible too. I could tell a story. But let's look at the important parts, the parts where the emphasis is put on what this world and what this earth belongs to and what it means. And let's not just look at the Old Testament. Let's look at the New Testament. And let's study the scriptures, not let somebody tell us what the scripture says. You ever notice that? The church comes in and they tell you, read one scripture, pastor read one scripture, and he'll tell you what that scripture means in about 9,000 words. It's truth. Dr. King breaks it down and says, no, 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 let me explain to you very simply what this means. By the way, if the devil had domain, if he was given it, then he wouldn't have to receive it to give it to Jesus to say, you can have all of this, of which has been delivered to me. See, it's the art of being something delivered to means that nobody gave it to you. Somebody's going to try and bring it to you. That's what they're doing right now. They're trying to bring you, bring him, and deliver the world to him. That means he does not own it. We own it. We are the ones that are the ambassadors of truth, and this is our domain. This is God's domain, not the devil's domain. And if you go back to listen to Martin Luther King, I don't think there's any relation, but maybe there is. If you go back and listen to Dr. Martin Luther King, he said that they need to restore, restore integrity and restore authenticity, re restore courage to how the church operates. And yet we went the opposite direction during COVID. Everything can be tied back to the one problem, and that is our leadership has been infected with the devil, and the devil now is trying to take domain. They're trying to take dominion over people. And that's why this particular broadcast was so important to me. It was important to me, and it should be important to you. So before you go, do a few things for me. Share it. Share it everywhere. Make go, And by the way, it, it takes about 45 minutes to an hour for it to cycle through on Rumble. Take the Apple podcast version. Take the, this version. Let people listen to it. Let people see it. Let people see Dr. King speak. And then find alignment. Get in the Bible. Do your own research. Reach your own conclusions. Find out if what we're saying is true. Do the hard work. Everything related to the blessings that you have are because you're willing to plow the field, knock down the weeds, take care of the trees, and take care of your land. The land can only bear fruit if you allow it to bear fruit. If you water it and cultivate it and take care of it. We have not taken care of our land. And so we must do that first. I'll see you guys tonight at 4 o'clock. I got to tell you, it. Uh, yes, Jeff says, Jeremiah 23.1. Yes, go read that. Jeremiah 23.1. God bless you all. I'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. Sorry we ran over. Actually, I'm not sorry. Great, 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 great message from Dr. King. Please share it. And if you're in Wisconsin, vote for Dr. David King. He just, he, for Lieutenant Governor, he deserves your support. God bless you all. I'll see you tonight. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, 
and everywhere else. Make sure you go give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.